going on, everybody? Welcome to, I guess we're going to call this episode zero of the newest, hottest, most exciting wrestling podcast in Kansas City, uh, Bruisers, Breakdowns, and Beards. I am your host, Michael Reed. I'm Kevin WK. Yes, he is. That is Kevin. <laughs> and yours truly, the Iron Clanging, Head Banging, Kickstart to Your Heart. Dr. Feels Good himself, the hair metal heartthrob, Dallas Cade, is here on Bruisers, Breakdowns, and Beards. So, wow. Well, we're not topping that, so. No, there's no way. That's our show, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, how are we doing? They used to call the snake One Take Jake. I'm... (laughs) One take Dallas. It doesn't ring <laughs> off the tongue. It doesn't roll off the tongue as well, but no. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm trying to think of things oh, that rhyme with Dallas that aren't Pete that no, no. It's gonna take me a while. <laughs> it's like one phallus Dallas. Well well yeah, I would Whoa. hope. I mean if you're into that, yeah, cool. Hmm. <laughs> I got that's important. <laughs> nervous. Yeah. This is if, this is what you're gonna you know expect out of us week in and week out. One phallus. Uh, we we have no um script collectively one we take it's like it's like a it's like a timeshare just basically everyone we have to like plan it in advance who gets to you never mind we're just going down a dark path (laughs) that's not that's not good this is not a way to win people over into a wrestling podcast i don't oh this wrestling oh shit oh this is a wrestling podcast not yeah i've been signed up for a lot of different podcasts lately i mean i guess we could you know offshoot in like a dating podcast if we wanted to nope, i don't nope, think people want that no nope, nope. wrestling dating nope. uh, we don't know shit about dating but nope. we do know some shit about wrestling so yep. that's why we're here a little bit <laughs> we our... like to think yeah yeah i mean we, we we know enough to know that we don't know nothing is that, is that right no i don't think yep that's that's good that's perfect i'm going right with it there <laughs> okay. sounds good to me that's so, what i'm rolling with so today's episode is basically our opportunity to introduce ourselves uh, give you all a little bit of backstory because while we are new to the Kansas City Podcast Network, we're not entirely new to podcasting, contrary to what our introduction showed. <laughs> uh, so this is a chance for us to win y'all over and and give you an idea of uh, what we want to do because I think one of the first things you think of when you say wrestling, people automatically go to like WWE, and that's not our thing. We'll talk about it, but that's not what we're oh, all for about. sure. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our opportunity to educate you on, you know, the other opportunities to take advantage of wrestling, especially well, here in Kansas City. Well, hold on. I you, you said educate, and I just got to clarify. I will be fully transparent. There is nothing educational about me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can give you a quick chuckle. You know, I can go put on a match, but I can't teach you much. I'm not much for the educator. Uh, you are you are an experience though. Like you are going to give people the Dallas Cade experience. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, There's only it's one. It's going to be the title of your third album, I think. That's, that would be point. a pretty good. That's you know what? Taking that, putting in the pocket. <laughs> so um, yeah, there's you know for those of you who don't know, Kansas City is a really popular wrestling hotbed, and we've got. Uh, a lot of independent wrestling that happens around here. 
Dallas is is lucky enough to actually partake in that. So, you know, once yes, um, the apocalypse that is COVID-19 kind of lightens up a bit and everybody's able to get outside safely and happily, mm-hmm. uh, we'll hopefully have some wrestling shows, you know, here in town and you'll get a chance to see Dallas. So uh, that's going to be an awesome, you know, experience for us to kind of promote and show him off. And then you get to go and meet him oh. at a wrestling show. That's the plan. Yeah. Oh. So, and maybe even us, because we're probably going to be. Yeah, that know, is the plan. The his, whole plan is his... to rocket strap Dallas Cade. That's <laughs> yes. the whole reason for this pod. And Let's Kevin put and it out I, there now. You know, like are, I said, fully transparent. Riding coattails. Like yeah. It's just <laughs> basically Dallas is taking no. us places. No, let's let's <laughs> no. If we're gonna if we're gonna talk like that, then we might as well get into the origin story and tell the folks what really happened, <laughs> because I am only here. By the good graces of these two gentlemen who have allowed me to uh, jump into this passion project of theirs and make it a passion project of my own as well. So that we can all collectively project passionately. (laughs) Yeah. Better myself. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) with that, uh, let's dive right into uh, the our origin story about who we are, where we came from and, and how we got here. Look at us. We have um, the story. The reboot. So it starts in <laughs> God, what? 2016. I think Kev? does that sound about right? When? Yeah. Yeah. Four I'd years say, now. yeah. Yeah. It was about four years. Um, Kevin wow. was, uh, he still is a part of another network, the, uh, eight bit geek network. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a show with, uh, Doug and Jeremy usually every Monday nights. Uh, and they're, I think you're on a brief hiatus at the moment because of the, yeah. again, the pandemic and stuff. Uh, but it's a, it's a Geeks and Gamer show. And like, why am I describing it, Kevin? It's your show. Take it away. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you're nailing it. I mean, well, it's just, yeah, it's a Geeks. Hit the plug to start the origin just story. Just a, you know, just a geeky show. It was, it, we did news. We did missed connections at one point. Uh, most lately, we've been doing Amazon reviews. Uh, it's just been a blast. We've been just talking about our passions. And we've been doing it for... You know, we still continue to do it. Uh, Mike said we are on a hiatus right now. We're taking a break. Uh, just everything's getting to us. We're getting old. We're old dudes. Uh, you know, we have families and work and all that. And so the pandemic, it affects everyone differently. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> You're not an old I dude. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your youth. Uh, mm-hmm. I shake my old fist at you. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I, we started there, but we actually, our story starts a lot farther back in 2012. Yeah. Um, so... I guess wow. I kind of, we'll, we'll jump back even further. So uh, my wife is from East Texas and we lived in East Texas for about a decade, but I'm from Kansas city originally. And back in 2012, we made uh, finally the opportunity to present itself to where I could transfer back home. I was working for a very terrible video game store at the time. And uh, that's neither here nor there, but I finally was able to come back to Kansas city. Well, um, you know, we were, looking to come back and and make some new friends and meet people and stuff. So my wife got us into a uh, uh, Geeks and Gamers group, I think it was. And one of our first meetups with this group was at a bar down in southern Kansas City. Mm-hmm. It was off 199th or something. Oh, no, it was OP, Overland Park. It was in Overland Park? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so, and, and like I was working uh, down on the plaza at the time, and I was closing this particular night. So Deb was already there. We go to this bar and we're all sitting out on the patio. And this is where I, I meet 
Kevin for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin oh. and I have this weird, you know, if you're if you're into weird like coincidences and you ever look into like the comparisons between Abraham Lincoln and John <laughs> F. Kennedy. Kevin and I have a lot of these similar types of situations. Like we're going to get assassinated. Uh, what? Hopefully not. I don't, what? Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't you. know what you were. What? Yeah. Hang on. Both of us were GameStop managers. Um, both of us have wives oh. named Debbie. Yeah. Um, what else? That's was true. It? Both of us were, both of us were really big into like certain types of games, like, you know, rhythm, games, rock, band. rock band and stuff. Yeah. That was our big, our big thing first was, mm-hmm. was talking about rock band and stuff. Rock band's a blast. <laughs> um, I love that game. I'll still so play it. It was, it was just really awesome. Like we just kicked it off like right off the bat. Now the funny side story to this night is uh, what you're going to learn over the, the history of the show <laughs> and going forward is Kevin has a, an aggressive disdain for Guy Fieri. Now, <laughs> it's growing, the, it's the growing is, a little bit calmer at my older age. <laughs> a little bit. And we've learned over time that Guy Fieri is this wonderful, amazing human being, yeah. but Kevin thinks he's a piece of shit. Um, so on this night at Throw this me bar, under the bus. it's a front. <laughs> we're sitting there and Guy Fieri showed up. Yeah. So apparently this was during the time that he was filming Diners, Drive-Ins and Dives. There was a Kansas City barbecue episode. And apparently he was in town and got lost or something. So he stopped into the bar to get directions or something like that. Yeah, that's was, hilarious. This is how I learned about Kevin's just, <laughs> you know, intense rage for all things Guy Fieri. Um, so, but again, we, we became friends, hit it off. And, uh, you know, that was where our friendship started. Mm-hmm. And fast forward to, it was about 2015, uh, my wife and I moved to Dallas uh, for our, our, our new jobs and helped open a new store down there. And that's where the 8-Bit Geek comes in because Doug and Jer are also based out of Dallas. So mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to meet them at a, a local Comic-Con. And, and by that time, Kevin had, you know, introduced us to the show. So, uh, I, you know, wife and I were big fans of theirs and had interacted with them a lot. About that time, I think Jeremy expressed interest in adding new shows to the network to actually build out the network. Because at mm-hmm. the time, it was just the 8-Bit Geek. So... Kevin and I, you know, you know, I had moved away, so we only talked really during 8-Bit Geek mm-hmm. chat sessions or whatnot. I said, you know, man, you know we, we need to hang out a lot more. And we thought, well, maybe we could do a show together. So what do we do? And we both love wrestling. So we're like, fuck it, let's do a wrestling show. Um, so, you know, Jerry gave us his blessing, and we went through the process of setting it up. Um, and uh, the funny trivia fact about that, we at the time had a third member, which was going to be my <laughs> sister's yeah. now her ex-husband, uh, <clears throat> and they separated right before we were going to record a very first show. Yeah, so I don't know why so, he didn't show up. It was really right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here we were you know, forming the show. We were having trouble coming up with a name. Uh, our our third member was just shooting down everything, and I I don't remember how it came up, but I I just the joke title popped into my head of divas dropkicks and dives because i knew it'd get a rise out of kevin <laughs> and so everybody i i about a dozen people or so i'd sent them I'm like hey what do you think of this name and they all laughed they're like actually it's pretty good and the more people yep. we told the more people liked it so mm-hmm. i was like hey yeah. let's go with this so the, the divas dropkicks and dives podcast was born and we started the it was the week before wrestlemania that year so our very first, that was our test episode was prepping for WrestleMania. And then we started from, from April on. 
Yep. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, starting a new show out. It had its own growing pains and shit. And, and, but we loved it. We had fun doing it. It was just me and Kev mm-hmm. bullshitting, you know, once a week about wrestling. At the time, we focused heavily on WWE because that's what everybody knows. And that's how you kind of build an audience is, you know, everybody doing wrestling podcasts talk about WWE. So it's, it's a just a huge pool. Still do, most of them. Still do. Mm-hmm. Still do. So, you know, about a year and a half of it, we just, Kevin and I just started getting kind of frustrated with it because <laughs> so if bad. you watch WWE programming long enough, it kind of all blends into itself. It's the same thing week in and week out with no um, effort, you know, no long-term storytelling, no, you know, the same terrible camera cuts and all this stuff. So our shows quickly became repetitive. It was just us griping about, you know, what stupid shit WWE had done that week and what, you know, person wasn't getting pushed like they should and how John Cena was getting shoved down our throat, which in hindsight, I miss John Cena. Hey, exactly. You don't know what you got till you've done. Disparage John Cena. It's not him. It's it's how he was being used, but I miss it now, especially. So yeah, yeah, exactly. You do miss it. (laughs) So Kevin and I were like, okay, it was kind of a real crossroads moment for us. We're like, okay, we hate WWE, but we love talking about wrestling. We love doing the show. So what do we do? And we're like, well, we could talk about at the time would have been TNA. And we're like, nobody watches TNA. <laughs> this um, is before they no, went full so, indie. This is back right. when it was still this like is before they rebuilt. Yeah. No. This is back um, when they was, still were owned by uh whatever that person. And, and Didn't Corgan own them for like a week? <laughs> I think so. That he was like, nah, I'm yeah, good. Sounds about right. Or he yeah, was he working was like, with nah. uh, Dixie Carter and like that was the yeah, person. That was, yeah. That's yeah. true. I f- yeah, dude, I forget Dixie Carter, man. I don't know how. <laughs> I think everyone but... else did too. I, th- <laughs> I mean, she's I think not taking any wrestling bookings. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, she got out of that business. It's not like Ted Turner still goes around trying to fucking shoot promos. No. <laughs> Although so that'd had, be awesome. You know, there was what eventually became Impact. The Ring of Honor was kind of like a web series, I think, at the time. There was, or it was like 2 a.m. programming on whatever network it was on. Yeah, it was on um, like it was Sinclair like, bought them by then, or was that not until this had to or was be that right before 20, then? What seventeen? Yeah, because I remember seeing on like mi- I remember yet. seeing it on like some Mid America channel or something like that, yeah, like one was, of those weird. It was ass... hard to find. Um, so you know, we were we were kind of stuck, and we were like, well, you know what, we we love this shit, we enjoy talking about it, we just got to find a way, an outlet for us to to have fun with it. And so we, we decided, yeah, and that's where we learned about independent wrestling. And it's funny to think about now, but at the time, and in a weird way, we have WWE to think about this because you had, you know, Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn. You had this influx of guys coming off of the indies, and it was the first time that the indies were kind of being acknowledged by WWE. So they kind of introduced us to these other avenues. So that's where Kevin and I were like, maybe we should look more at ring of honor. Maybe we should look at, you know, impact and what these other companies are doing. Yep. And that it was, it was just like a genie in the bottle. Like it just, once you start looking at indie wrestling, there's no turning back. And that's kind of for what sure. it was for us. Yeah. Uh, so we, that was it. We, we committed to focusing, you know, more on independent wrestling mm-hmm. um, and the, the people that are up and coming and who we're going to be seeing on TV months and years down the road. That was, uh, we decided to focus on that. And 
it made our shows a lot better. We were a million times happier with it. Yeah. We lost a lot of listeners because we weren't talking WWE as much, but it was okay. We thoroughly enjoyed ourselves. And, and we gained a lot of local listeners, which is awesome. Like both in the we, Texas area and the Kansas City area because Mike was going to shows in Texas. I was going to shows here in um, Kansas City and like the St. Louis which area. Both, which both areas, like Texas is, I'm pretty sure... Like most people know nowadays, Texas is dense, man. Mm-hmm. Texas, Texas has a lot of – they have a lot going on. And there's yeah. a lot of the people that came out of that area that are you're seeing on TV now mm-hmm. yep. uh, on, on both WWE and AEW programs. And there's so. a plenty of guys that you're going to see, you know, farther down the line on mm-hmm. TV that, are, that like started in Texas or trained in Texas. Yeah. And Kansas City is like much – it's – Granted, Kansas City is not the size of Texas, but the scene itself is also a lot smaller just because um, there's there's only ever really been one or two promotions that were kind of, you know, consistently running at, at any given time. There was only ever one or two, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it was, you know, um, Metro Pro, back like years ago, whether it was NWL, which is what Metro turned into, yeah. or now we have journey pro, but uh, yeah, it's still a scene that just for whatever reason, doesn't get near as much attention as St. Louis or Illinois or Indiana. Um, like those, it, like in for whatever reason in the Midwest, Kansas city's kind of just way off to itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's growing, and that's absolutely a lot. Of, a lot and of there's is- a lot of really good talent in Kansas yeah, City. There is, and I think the the Midwest and independent wrestling fans are going to like discover that within, however, you know, whenever shows start running again and right. people can travel and everything like that, people will start, I think, realizing slowly but surely the talent that Kansas City has, mm-hmm. and that's that's our hope. Our hope and our plan is to, to help introduce you to some of that talent uh, and, and bring some awareness to them that, you know, because there are a lot of people out there who don't know that there's great independent wrestling just right here in, in KC or right mm-hmm. there in your town. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and big wrestling thing, fans like, too. Like yeah. big we'll, wrestling fans. And, you know, we'll talk a lot about the Kansas City area because that's what we're familiar with. But I mean, again, me coming, with me coming from Dallas, there's a lot of guys and in, in, in gals in Texas that I'm, I'm, you know, hugely familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of people from the coast that have gone down there or that come to Kansas city. Yep. So, you know, it's, it's our hope to, to kind of bring some awareness and, and educate um, you out there about what awesome wrestling and, and, you know, getting to see and meet people now who this time next year, you'll be seeing on TV every Monday and Wednesday and Friday night. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a cool chance to, you know, get to know them now and, uh, kind of help promote and elevate them and, and eventually get them onto, you know, bigger and better things. Yeah. So let me ask you guys then, uh, what, what prompted the, the transformation from 3d to what we will now and forevermore know as bruisers, breakdowns and beards. <laughs> well, part of that is, is part of that's your involvement. And that's kind of where we were, we were getting to, Whoa. You know, I was doing my thing in Kansas or I was doing my thing in Dallas and then Kevin was doing his thing up here in KC uh, with uh, 
an organization that's no longer with us, the, the NWL. Yeah. And Kev, I'll let you kind of share that story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, and the cool thing about this. So or I, your guys' introductions, too. Yeah. So I started going to shows out here in, I want to say, 2013, 2014. I started going to Metro Pro shows. Mostly because I didn't know anything about the the local wrestling scene, but I liked the celebrities, you know, like the big wrestler, the big name they would pull in, which was usually, you know, kind of like an over the hill, like wrestler, you know, like someone like uh, Tracy Smothers was coming in that week. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I remember FBI, you know, and I'd want to go see it, you know, or Demolition was there. And so I'd be like, oh, I've always wanted to see him. Demolition. Yeah. Huh? (laughs) What'd you say? Off love Demolition. (laughs) Yeah. He was, yeah. And so like, I would go for that stuff. And then I started learning about Jeremy Wyatt. I started learning about Michael Strider and a lot of these wrestlers. And at the time, uh, you know, left coast gorillas, they kind of showed up toward the end, but it was, they were known as something different, but like, like Metro pro started getting really fucking good. Like with the, like where I started going less for the pool, like the big pool and more for like the actual local people. And then yeah. Metro Pro shut down to form NWL, except for me, I didn't get that. And like, I didn't understand it was like, because the way they seemed, it was like, oh, Metro Pro is running their last show and that's it. And so I was like, oh, well, that sucks. I hope it doesn't turn into something shitty like that. Casey, like the other one in Kansas City. I don't know when he started mm-hmm. naming names off the bat. Them, them who shan't be named. Yeah. And so I was like, well, they're going to end up like that. Because I heard the name. I was like, National Wrestling League. I was like, that fucking, that's lame. And so, <laughs> no, no joke. And I went like six yeah. months ignoring it. And then if it mm. wasn't for, if it wasn't for Walter, Walter, uh, one of the owners of Journey Pro. Like I kept in touch with him because we went to Metro Pro shows all the time. I love him. He's a sweetheart of a dude. And honestly, I wouldn't be into indie wrestling as much as I am if it wasn't for Walter inviting me to an NWL show. Oh, yeah, man. He, Not enough good things to say about Walter. Dude, I love him to death. He invited me. He had an extra season pass ticket. Basically, he was like he was the dealer there because <laughs> he was like, I got an extra ticket. I'll bring you in. And then, you know, if you go to one show, you're hooked. And that's what he did to me because literally after that one show, I bought the gold pass. And at that time, wow. this was, yeah. And so at the time, NWL was and this running. this was in the early stages. Yeah. Because they, wow. they, they, they it took one show and that's all it took. And like I, it was in their early stages where like, I think it was like 50 bucks a month, but they're running shows every two weeks and they have house shows too. So like, and whatever show you want to go to front row ringside. And I was like, all right, that alone, you can't pass up. And then they like made promises of like a t-shirt and stuff, but I never got that. And I don't care, but it's, (laughs) I was just happy to like be able to pay 50 bucks to see like such fucking amazing wrestling. Cause NWL was unbelievably undiscovered. If, if I can like, especially the way before it ended, it was on the brink of like becoming like a weekly, like I would say ring of honor or something like that, where it was an, I was a television show that was like people like tuning into, you know, they had watch parties at bars here in Kansas city for NWL, like NWL watch parties. Like it was amazing. And, but so, so with that said, I got hooked into NWL because of Walter started going to shows in saw. I used to see Dallas there. He was, he was, he was like, not little, but he was a younger guy. Like, you know, (laughs) nothing like he looks today, like like in much thinner shape, like shorter hair, 
like much skinnier yeah less hair <laughs> it was and but he was one of the guys helping out he was one of the trainees at the nwl arena and i run into him so much because once again you know being in front row and being like the gold member you you get to know the staff and everybody and so i i would start talking to you and it's funny because i think when we first started talking you were still so in kayfabe where you're like i can't believe gil rogers is still here like i tried to get him to leave <laughs> you know and i'm like yeah man so, uh, you know, and well, it's just, sometimes, you know, I yeah. had to follow direction, but no, sometimes. no, and it's perfect because, and especially like, like I said, at the end, the NW, I thought we talked about this off camera before the Metro pro NWL crowd. Sometimes you'd get some strange folks that kind of believe the kayfabe life. So I can a totally see you. Yeah. Right off the bat, kind of keeping it just to kind of yeah. like, you're like a Disneyland character where you're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, just kind of going along uh -huh. with the story, but yeah, and then we started talking, and then I went to a house show and saw you, one of your first matches. Uh, you were part of... My very first match. Was that your very first match? That's a fucking unbelievable. Uh, with um, Kenny, it was with... St. Uh, Joe? Yeah, it was the with tag. Kenny Alfonso. Yep, Yeah, that was my very first. Yeah, and it was Kenny Alfonso and, and Dallas Cade. Uh, well, I, guess, yeah. I think you just went by your shoot name at the time, right? That, uh, yeah, because I had no idea what to do. Yeah, and it was them versus <laughs> the Regals, the Regal Twins. It was um, one Regal. What? I can't remember because it was while the other one was hurt. Oh, yeah. Um, so who was the other? It was a Sharkbait? Uh, Sharkbait. Yeah, because it was when... Okay, was, so... That was when they were Friendship Team 9000. Yeah. And yeah. so we saw I, that I match. I think it was... I can't remember. Gosh. Yeah. Because uh, especially with the names they used in NWL, I... It was so... I yeah. Can't, yeah. They're... They're identical twins. Yeah, exactly. It was. It was. Oh, no, um, they were Logan. I think they were still Logan and um, Sterling, in NWL um, and Metro. No, they were Jet and Jax. Oh, that was early on, yeah. though. I thought in NWL, then they just went back to the Regal. Oh, twin. that was the whole time. I thought. I think. I'm pretty sure. Man, I don't then, know. Like immediately after that, they started switching all their socials and everything. Yeah, from but Royals because yeah. they were the Royal. They used to be the Royal Twins mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, that's right. But either way, that was a hell of a match. And I remember it was like a sold out St. Joe crowd. Like, I mean, they had to put out extra seats. I remember. That, like, yeah, that live show did really well. Yeah. And it wasn't even any like there was it was just a nor there was no, you know, once again, there was no huge names announced for it. It was just a great NWL show and the place sold out. Yeah, it was all the regulars. Yeah. And then some of the young kids. Yeah. And it was great <laughs> like myself. And then I remember talking to you after the match and like, you know, kind of just congratulating you on that and stuff like that. And we just became friends after that. Every, every NWL show, we would say hi and all that. And then when yep. Mike came to town or when you started doing your, you like you started getting bigger and bigger and started doing, I think it was like anarchy. Did you have anything to do with anarchy or were you just there? I did one pre-show match, maybe two. I think most of like, if I was ever doing matches at Alton, it was with it was usually with um, PWCS before mm -hmm. they uh, shut down. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, I think I did like one pre-show for Anarchy. No, I mean, did you do but, the Anarchy when it was Anarchy in uh, Kansas? Like the first Kansas Hall event, remember? Oh, was... yeah, where they did Anarchy in Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Were you a part of that? On, I think, yeah, I think I wrestled Micah. Okay, that. so that's what I'm sure. That was one of my things. I was super hyped to see you again and see you wrestle because, like I said, that was months after NWL. So it was it cool was. to reconnect with you on that. And then, yeah, we've been friends. You were, and I remember you come up to me. You're like, I want to be on your show. I what do we, what what is it gonna take? And I'm like, I'm like so brutish. No, but it was great because you were like, I it was supposed to be me doing that to you, but you were doing it to me. And I'm and I was like, Anytime. I was like, I think, yeah, I. 
Just so I, I feel like I no, it wasn't really abrasive there. You know, because you that's how you are though. You're just like really, you're always jacked, yeah, and it's yeah, great. Yeah. That's how you. you I get, know. Yeah, I get. I can be especially if I'm excited about stuff. I can be much. Yeah, but yeah, I I um through the amount of times we'd talked at shows or whenever, I knew that you were on this wrestling podcast, and I had listened to your guys' show, and I was like, oh man, like you know, they're all about helping the local scene. Uh, like I'd heard you guys talk about NWL shows and then, you know, after journey started, started talking about them too. And like all that kind of stuff. And I was like, Oh man, this is exactly what Kansas city needs. Like we more possibilities for the guys in Kansas city to kind of Mm -hmm. get out there and have more awareness, like in terms of people watching their matches or hearing their name or, you know, they whether they generate some kind of buzz on the internet or anything mm-hmm. like that uh knowing that you guys were trying to help get some of that buzz going was like it was awesome because there's you know it, i hadn't seen any of it before i hadn't heard anybody doing stuff like that and that was that was the summer of 2018 that was the brief moment we had a little bit of like celebrity clout, clout <laughs> yeah. with our name uh, because you know that was the summer if especially if you were into indie wrestling. Um, that was that was the summer that uh, Cody and the Young Bucks uh, the got, you know, were Bullet in the Elite and Bullet Club and everything started was, really gaining momentum here in the U.S. Was 18? Was 2018 all in? Yes. Yeah. yeah fall 2018. Um, that was, that's crazy. I, and I remember there, there was a, a, an Austin-based promotion called Wrestle Circus, at the time that was yep. uh, broadcasting their shows on Twitch. And so that was a cool opportunity for us to watch like Kevin and I, especially to watch indie wrestling together, mm-hmm. you know, because we're in separate States at the time. We didn't get, we, we would record these shows where we'd kind of relay what indie wrestling we saw. Yeah. We didn't get to experience it at the same time. So we started watching wrestle circus together. And I remember Cody wrestled Scorpio sky as the main event on one of those shows. Uh, it was cool because he was he was like a charity match for a local um, pet rescue nice. down there. Um, so that was like a cool moment of Cody in the ring holding like a puppy dog and stuff. It was just it was an awesome moment. So that was that was my first chance of seeing Cody after he he was let go from WWE or after he got his release from WWE. Um, so that was he was a nice bridge for me because. And, and hopefully we'll, we'll cover this over the time, but there there's an, an apprehension and a nervousness going from watching nothing but WWE and trying to get into indie wrestling. Like you don't know where to start. You don't know where to look. Um, you don't know, you know, there's, you're going to learn about, um, you know, what we like to call shit feds or, you know, like bad indie organizations. There, there are those. Um, and there's good oh, ones everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So for yeah, every one good we'll federation, there's like four or five bad right, ones. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Cody, you know, seeing Cody pop up in, in these different places and, and, and that's kind of how it starts. It's like, you see him, you'd see Cody wrestle somebody and you would kind of learn about that person. Then you see them who they're wrestling the next week and you'd learn about that person. Yeah. And it's just, it's a, it becomes just this web of learning about all these independent wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. Because you guys were, um, you'd seen Cody starting from there and then you saw him a couple more times. And that was kind of like, you reached yeah. out to be we, one of the pressers at all in. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's right. Okay. So we had, 
Yeah, at the time I was listening to uh, uh, Conrad Thompson and Bruce Pritchard's like something to wrestle with uh, podcast, which was blowing up at the time. Um, and like they they actually had a stop in Dallas. I got a chance to go to that and met you know Conrad Bruce, Tony Schiavone. Um, Tony's you know, awesome. Also, I love him. Yeah, <laughs> such a nice guy. And then, uh, there were some other you know podcasts running at the time. Uh, I was a real big fan of the GP podcast, which was Peter Rosenberg, David Shoemaker, and Stat Guy Greg, um, which I, I think they're still running in some sort of variation. But you know, we were meeting all these other podcasts and just kind of talking to them and learning from them, getting information from them. Uh, you know, Conrad and Bruce uh, were bringing all this awareness to. Um, like old WWE stories and, and kind of talking about indie wrestling. Uh, and then it was this weird confluence of, of events between Cody and the Bucks becoming big and then Conrad becoming big. Uh, so uh, Cody and, and the Bucks uh, had announced that they were going to run their own independent event called All In. Uh, later that year in Chicago. So Conrad decided to jump on this opportunity by creating a uh, kind of his own convention, like a wrestling convention uh, that they called StarCast. So they had announced early on that they were going to be uh, allowing other wrestling podcasts to be like featured guests. Um, And, you know, Kevin and I were just, we were just loving this shit and we'd, you know, we'd both gone to like Ring of Honor shows and I, I know I'd met uh I got the chance to meet the Young Bucks at one point at a ROH show in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were we were just kind of soaking all of that shit up. Yeah. And, you know, they had made this announcement about Starcast and we're like and then being in Chicago, which is Kevin's hometown, I was like, yo, I, I remember vividly just telling Kev, I'm like, man, it'd be pretty funny if we were going. And Kev's like, Oh, I'm going. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going. Stay with my family. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that'd be pretty badass. Like, we should we should go. And at the time, we were just thinking we were going to go as fans, just to go hang out and, mm-hmm. and see all this shit. Um. So then I reached out to the uh, people running Starcast, asked them for information on on the podcast and shit, and got the packet emailed back to me. It was like a five hundred dollar entry fee. But it, it gave you this all. It was supposed to give you all sorts of access and all sorts of promotion leading up to the event and getting to interview other wrestlers. And again, it was like, oh, ha, this is funny. You know, you know we, maybe we could do this. And I remember sending uh, in our eight bit geek chat. I sent it to Doug and Jer. I was like, hey guys, this is just giving you something to look at. This is kind of funny if we could do this. And at the time, I was like, five hundred bucks was like. I mean, Kevin and I hadn't made a dime doing our show and that wasn't our intention. We were just doing it because we loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'd never really, we'd never gone like the money-making route or anything. If you're you're doing podcasts to make money, you're in the wrong business. Uh, Yeah. So we didn't, we didn't have sponsors or anything like that. Uh, So, you know, we'd said, if we're going to do this, I I mean, I didn't think there was any chance. Like 500 bucks could have been $5 million as far as I was concerned. Like, but Doug and Jerry looked over the contract and like, Hey, actually this is not bad, especially for 500 bucks. Uh, so we we're like, okay, well let's see if, let's see if we can raise the money to do it. So we set like a soft goal of like a grand. And I, again, this is me not understanding accounting. I thought that was enough money to cover everything, but 
we set we set a goal of a thousand bucks. And I was like, hey, if we get close, let's do it. If not, we'll put the money towards new microphones and shit. You know, mm-hmm. if we can't make it. Um, and boy, did we make it! Our our listeners and our friends, wow, all chipped in. We That's hit awesome. the thousand. Yeah, we hit the thousand dollar goal. I hope um, all those guys find this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah, we'll make sure. Uh, so yeah, we 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 met our goal. Um, and and we basically covered the rest of the expenses from there because it, mm-hmm. it, it kind of ballooned after that. Uh, but the, yeah. the point was our listeners and our fans had shown enough interest in us that they wanted this content. So we were like, fuck it, let's go do it. Uh, so we made the, the weekend trip to Chicago uh, mm-hmm. for StarCast. And that's a whole, I mean, we did like two or three episodes off off just our experience at start yeah recaps so many, i mean like we had so many awesome interviews we got to interview you know veda scott uh barbie hayden uh angelina love and velvet sky mm-hmm. uh, you know we got to interview <laughs> matthew from botchamania i like yeah, matthew. <laughs> I, 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 um, I love that dude he's awesome like and it's funny because we were supposed to interview him before this <laughs> but it just no. we couldn't get the times right because he's in england so it's we had to like really kind of set the schedules <laughs> And then we realized we were both going to be at StarCast. And I messaged him, like, let's fucking do this this way. And he's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm downstairs. He's like, all right, I'm here. You know, and it's like, fucking A, this is cool. Uh, like, it all yeah. just came together. I love it was, that. It was a I love beautiful that weekend. that gets equal excitement to, like, national television stars. <laughs> <laughs> that's my hype, because I watch, yeah, watch Botchamania no, every like, week. That's, well, oh, that's perfect. And it was... God, there's, there's. Hopefully, we'll get, we'll get a chance to tell those stories again at some point. Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of cool shit. Funny story about that too. Our podcast booth was next to the What Culture guys, and at the time, I had no fucking clue what (laughs) What Culture was. Mm -hmm. But everyone Mm. kept stopping by their booth to say hi to Simon Miller, and like everyone's losing their shit, and we're next to them, and we're like, okay, cool. Well, I guess we'll take some of this, you know? Like if we were handing out stickers (laughs) with it. There was, there was no some of this to get. They were a black hole. Uh. Like the awesome. the organizers brought Tomatonga over to talk to them. Oh yeah, so we're just we're just marking out right next to them. You know, the Tomatonga is right in front of us, but like didn't even look over at us. He was just yeah, talking to Simon no. the whole time. But so yeah, we had, we ran into a lot of that. For yeah, for work. so we were kind of on the the outskirts of a lot. But of I'm glad of that too That's because funny. I watch what culture now like daily. Yeah. And I never would have done it had I not like met all of them. And Simon Miller is—he's tall. He's about Mike's height. He's a—he's a tall dude. Simon's a big dude. He is a fucking sweetheart. Yeah. Um, And we made—we made a lot of friendships with other podcasts there, Mm -hmm. and and some wrestlers too. Like we still interact with some of those wrestlers every now and then. Yeah. MJF uh, flipped some shit on our table. Asshole. Our table. Before yeah, MJF was even really a, like a big thing, like he got thrown onto the All In match like at the last second, like it was what was yeah. it All? It was, it was uh, like the opener. Yeah, and like the day before, like he was at our booth, and I didn't have it was just me manning the booth because you were uh, Mike was interviewing Barbie Hayden, somebody else. and so I didn't have the kit, and he's like, "All right, cool, I'm ready for the interview." I'm like, "I don't have anything." I was like, "How you doing?" He's like, "Really." And he just looks me dead in the eye, puts his hand on the table where we have all our postcards and stickers. And he does that like spin. And then he just walks right off eye contact for like 40 feet. Like I'm surprised he didn't run and walk into somebody. And that was my experience with MJF. And I was like, what an asshole. And then I was like, I love this guy. Interview MJF. Oh shit. Mike ran off with the kid. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. But you know, 
And for me, it was worth it because Barbie was an awesome interview. Yeah. So we still talk to her every once in a while. Um, but so yeah, yeah, it is cool. So we, it was a good experience. Because of that, we uh, were able to get our tickets to All In, like, secured before it sold out in, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> um, you know, so yeah. we had a chance. We, we got to be at All In. We had, like, these amazing seats. Uh, had the most incredible time. And that was like, that was like the highlight of our, the, the high point of our show. That was, was the peak. <laughs> the best. Yeah. It's, it's been all downhill ever since. No. Um, oh man. <laughs> well, now we're on the, now we're on the, we're on the upswing on the again, man. again. We've got yeah. you here. We've got wrestling eventually. I mean, it's slowly making its comeback. I mean, it's, and we've got a lot of stuff to catch up on through these episodes. So don't think that if there's not wrestling out there, we're not going to have anything to talk about. We're also Absolutely. three guys who love listening to music. So we're probably going to talk music. We're probably going to talk video games. There's wrestling video games. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff we're going to talk about. So don't think we're just going to be talking about wrestlers you've never heard yeah, of or anything no, like that. That, that we, was that was the big thing with, with kind of rebranding the show is that... Uh, it gives us a chance to just kind of bullshit and talk about other stuff too. And yeah, you know, now we're, now that we're all three in the same location, you know, here throughout yeah. the Kansas city area, we can yeah. talk local shit. But hopefully, you know, our plan is in the future to do like watch alongs together um, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Kansas city podcast network has their own studio that once all this, you know, we can kind of get out in public again, we're going to take advantage of that and, and hopefully, be able to do interviews from there and, and potentially do like watch alongs and shit like that. So, yeah. Uh, you know, our, our plan in the future is to do, you know, watching like AEW pay-per-views and hanging out. Uh, we'll watch some of the big WWE ones and, and hang out. And, and from there, thing, so. global takeover. That's our plan. <laughs> Dallas so, gameplay. Uh, Dallas will be playing video games on your stream. <laughs> Play some Call of Duty. <laughs> cool. Kevin will too. Oh God. Yeah. Dallas Cade raging playing video games. Jesus. That's a skit. Content is king. <laughs> Content, is, Content king, yeah. is king. But also, yeah, if you're listening to us and it, it's, if it's not your first time, welcome back, man. We really appreciate you guys following us over. Uh, yes. We hope to keep you here with us. If there's anything you, and if you're new here too, if there's anything you're interested in or something you want us to talk about, please shout out at us. Uh, you know, you could hit us up on Twitter at three B wrestling pod. You can hit us up there. Uh, there's many different places, but that's our main hub. And we would love to like cover stuff that you guys want to talk about as well. You know, we want to keep, we want to keep conversations going and us three, we could talk for days. We have to cut ourselves off, you know, but if you give us something that you want to talk, you want to hear about, let us know. We'll love to talk about. And uh, you know what Mike was saying earlier and, and Dallas too, we, we want to use our small voices to kind of amplify everyone out there. You know, we want to put everyone over because we're, I genuinely love the Kansas city wrestling scene. There are a lot of people out there that I really miss seeing because I haven't seen them since everything kind of shut down and like, you know, be it fans and performers and, you know, the workers and everybody. And it's just like, I hope that, you know, that we can put their names out there and they can get some kind of positive, you know, positive light shine. Their sure. way. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, that's our- and if you guys want to bury us or the pod, <laughs> or uh, you want to vocalize any of your displeasures, then please do it on Twitter at KCGAT. That's K-C-G-A-T. That's our boss. You're going to send, send them straight to the boss? She'll fire oh, back. I mean, she's a quick fire. She will, she, God, God bless her. She, We've got her back, and she's got ours. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. If you do want to shit on us, you're more than welcome to go directly to uh, directly to her doorstep. And just add her. She'll, she'll stomp you out like the flaming bag of shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. So right. Well, that, right. those oh, ground right. rules are set. That's why I think of my haters. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Yeah. You know, and it, it's we've got a lot of cool opportunities. Uh, obviously, Kevin had mentioned Walter earlier, who is is one of the uh, owners and proprietors of Journey Pro. So we're hoping to do a lot more with them mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, Dallas has wrestled for them. Dallas wrestles, you know, for other promotions uh, across the Midwest. So we'll, yeah. We'll by be... the way, guys, in case yeah, I don't know if I made that very clear, but I am a professional wrestler. I'm an independent yeah. professional wrestler um, on my third year. That's awesome. About to be 22 years old in uh, like five days. So, so fucked up. Hell yeah. So I know. I'm sorry. No, it's it's good. What I like is, <laughs> you know, and I, I can't wait to get your your input and perspective on watching because Kevin and I, throughout the history of our show, Kevin and I have consistently been on the same page about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, just from our standpoint, uh, you know, for. And I love playing devil's so advocate, on. even if and, I don't agree yeah, with it. And just <laughs> just conversation, the pack. you know, off of of different just in our chats and shit like you always have a different perspective and then not not only that but as a as a professional wrestler you have you know a unique perspective yeah um, so mm-hmm. i'm excited to, to that's to me that's one of the most exciting parts of bringing you on is is that you're going to have a counterpoint and not only are you going to have that but you'll have it from like an experienced perspective of someone who's in the ring who does this for a living and so all the well the, the bullshit that kevin and i think we know like you know you know as much <laughs> right. as you know yeah and then potentially when we bring other wrestlers yeah. on you know, yeah like i'm not i'm i'm gonna be very 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 clear from the jump and this was and like i am no expert <laughs> i'm not like a 15 year vet i don't know more than anybody but um as you somebody do know how who, to piss them off though oh yeah I, yeah <laughs> i know how to yeah for, for whatever <laughs> reason i can piss you be... off five minutes into meeting me but <laughs> but yeah i yeah like I want to be very clear that I am not the uh, be all end all of conversations involving wrestling. Um, all I can do is speak from my own experiences, from my own uh, peers that have passed down their experience and their knowledge down to me, uh, from you know my own opinions. Uh, I can only speak for myself, and if and if and if by being here and vocalizing something or whatever, I make an ass out of myself in doing that, then whatever, I'll live with it. But I don't want anybody to think that me coming on and adding that new dynamic or that new perspective, especially to a wrestling podcast that talks about wrestling, mm-hmm. I don't want people to think that me I'm doing that to try to like, you know put myself over as the wrestling expert or well, any wrestling expert or whatever you may not but we're going to put you over that <laughs> yeah that's our plan our plan oh, is to boy. get you into as many feuds as humanly possible like we're just going to oh. piss off everybody oh, else so your just to plan you is to get the shit beat out of me <laughs> i see we've already got that's someone right. angry overseas at you ratty kept, keeps cutting scathing pro <laughs> promos about you i'm still waiting to see any of those scathing promos. <laughs> he's working on them he's he's really he's <laughs> He keeps deleting them, yeah. you know, he writes them, deletes them, you know, it's just going to be a while. <laughs> okay. He really wants to get it right. British folks, you know, he's got them. He's got them ready in the drafts. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, so, shout out yeah, to Randy. We're, we're, yeah. So we're, uh, we're excited to get things going. Um, we don't have, you know, it's, we're, like I said, we're kind of an experienced podcast, but we're also kind of new, especially this video thing for me is new. Kevin is like internet famous, you know, for his videos and stuff. And we'll get into that eventually. Only fans. Um, 
No, Only I don't have an OnlyFans. I don't. Don't get your hopes up. But I do have oh, weird ones from like unboxing on videos. Fans? You're going right? to make bank. I bet. I, I'd, I'd get pretty over, I guess. But I mean, it I'm fits so the modest. dynamic perfectly because <laughs> we've got. I mean, you know, you look at you look at the three of us. You look at the show. You look at the name. We've got the Bruiser, the professional wrestler of the trio, <laughs> the hair metal heartthrob Dallas Cade. We've got the host who on my screen is to my left, but probably above me i don't know yeah. uh we've got mike <laughs> who can keep us in line and help break things down you know analytically he breaks it down he's got the breakdowns Finger down there and then we have <laughs> the sex appeal oh the real reason anybody is here the majestic beard man oh my <laughs> it's beard. okay now i've got two two hosts that just go beard and point at me now <laughs> Matt Stryker still is like, what the fuck was wrong with those guys? <laughs> Another StarCast moment. We were live he on Twitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why have, should they listen to you? Beard. Yeah. Why should I listen to you? Beard. That's seriously, that was how the whole that was, thing that was. That was it. That's why. I, and then Colt I, Cabana I, came and saved our skin. He did. That was the time Colt Cabana saved my life. Oh, wow. God <laughs> yeah. bless Colt Cabana. Right. He just happened to walk by. Or, Matt Stryker's wait, like, Jesus. hey, Colt. He's and I'm like, thank God that's over. Oh God! Uh, good times, but that's yeah, what you guys are going to get man. from us. Good times, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. yeah, I know. Fingers there, crossed. There are plenty of other wrestling podcasts who will scream about WWE programming a lot more than they need to. Man, I've seen some of those it. guys go off. Uh, so you <clears> won't, <throat> hopefully, we'll get that from us. Uh, we hope to give you the more. You know, of course, we'll be critical as shit when when we need to, and God does. Oh, for sure, you're gonna hear some rants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so be ready for that. But ultimately, it's, it's because we love the shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, especially during COVID nineteen, I miss it. Yeah, very much. It's, I miss I miss wrestling, live wrestling so much. It's been since February uh, was the last that was the last Pro Journey show. Pro show. They had the shutdown the week before. Or it was the week before the next Journey Pro show that everything shut down. Yeah, yeah. So, I've done maybe one like closed set taping since February at uh, two, two closed set tapings since February, yeah. but no live shows, like no real crowds. It's brutal. Not so, yeah, it, our first couple episodes will probably be just a lot of BS. Well, like we I said, we, we're catching up through the, the year. We, yeah, we can cover a lot of COVID era stuff too, because just, you know, just two days ago, Vince tried to ban third party platforms, uh, Income all out just happened like, last yeah. night. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. all out already There's took a, a cheap shot at Vince on that too. A lot uh, of stuff, dude. I've seen <laughs> between promos and like stuff that they posted on the internet. Yep. I've seen no less than three shots at WWE. Okay. And I yeah. also saw Chris Jericho saying that WWE needs to not focus too much on AEW <laughs> in the same day. I saw, I, I don't think Jericho said that stuff after all out, but he said yeah. it semi-recently and i just kind of was like mm, is no. that what's happening here well the funny thing is like well the kip sabian promo was the whole thing and then at the end he said something and then it just shows up on the screen like here's my twitch account yeah, and dude. then aew has approved this message 
Yep. <laughs> it's such a good little add-on. FTR a good little did jab. the same thing. FTR does their they're doing their shoot with Tully after they win the belt, and then the camera guy comes up to ask him a question. They cut a promo or whatever. They finish cutting the promo, and then FTR is like, "Hey man, I feel like going and getting on Cameo." He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get on <laughs> Twitch or whatever." And it's like, okay, so good. Love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. So yeah, we have stuff to talk about, folks. So next There's time you hear from us, uh, which will be very soon, we'll be getting into that stuff and you know just all kinds of wackiness. We don't really have a, we don't, we tried to go in scriptless, and I think you know we have already gotten fifty minutes out of this. So uh, you know, jeez. See, and if we go in with a script, it's even worse. Go. So we're just gonna like go off the dome. You know, it's just, <laughs> just have fun with it. You See? know, this is what happens when you don't give your talent a script. <laughs> yeah, they laugh and smile and have fun. Right, they, they enjoy themselves. Yeah, make some money on the side. What's make some, are you guys what making else? money out of here? Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, who's making have, money, Mike? We haven't figured that out yet. That's still. Thing. I'm not making anything. Are you making it? Yeah, Kevin, I was gonna say, who's getting the money? money? I'm not making <laughs> yeah. any money. Mike, you holding out on us? You got no, an OnlyFans? What is going on here? Do I have an OnlyFans? <laughs> it would be an OnlyFan. It would be one person and probably be my wife. And oh. then she'd be like, why am I paying for this shit? Because <laughs> great support. <laughs> she'd be like, man, I feel like um, this ain't worth the $4.99. No. Right. <laughs> Here's your sandwich. Go away. So, all right. <laughs> With that, um, you know, if you're watching us on video, you can see our, our social media handles kind of underneath each one of our, our pictures here. Um, but otherwise, if you're listening to us in an audio format, just you can find us, like Kevin mentioned, on Twitter at uh, uh, 3B Wrestling Pod. Uh, I think we're on Facebook at 3B Wrestling Pod. And we're on Instagram. Too? Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on, I, we don't Whoa, use Facebook and Instagram. Even know that. Because, uh, <laughs> I'm not really on Facebook. Know so. Facebook. <laughs> Because fuck Zuckerberg, pretty much. Yeah, I'm barely on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. it's a, yeah. No, nobody under like 50 is hardly on Facebook anymore. Yeah, um, everyone's just shit posting memes. If yeah, if you know, we'll we'll figure that part out. Um, but yeah, we're you know, and the cool thing is with us being a new show, with us being kind of um, you know, not having any rules or whatever. You know, if there's something you, if you guys want to send us questions, uh, you're able to do that through any of those. Uh, methods and you know with nobody listening to us yet more likely to get your question on the show so yeah <laughs> no hey you have a very good chance you are highly likely to have your your question asked um <laughs> but yeah reach out to us um man you know we're 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 here for the long haul uh thank you maybe... kc podcast network for bringing us aboard yeah and mm -hmm. thank you to gat uh it, it's really nice to be wanted it was that was really awesome so we're excited to be here uh, we're excited to be part of that of the network. We're hoping to uh, interact with some of our new teammates uh, here going forward. So there'll be a lot of like cross collaboration stuff. So there'll be mm -hmm. some, some other goofy shit. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll have Gat on at some point. I'm, sh I'm sure she'll want to come on the show and talk. Oh yeah. Wrestling. She can share her macho man story. That's really fucked up. Um, <laughs> Wait, but, what? Uh, Find out yeah, next I'll, time I'll, on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> but, uh, That's a good cliffhanger. Yeah. So yeah, because now um, I'm intrigued. Right now you got to listen in. Yep. So I want to listen in, and I'm here. Right. <laughs> so uh, I guess, guys, any any parting thoughts before we go? Uh, not for me. Just uh, thank you very much for listening to the pod. Hope to see you on the next edition of the pod. Uh, Episode 001 of Bruiser's 
breakdowns and beards. It's gonna be so. I'm so used to saying Divas drop kicks and dives. I know it's gonna happen. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, hanging out. And uh, my final thoughts: be good to each other. Uh, like I said, it's a shitty year. Look out for each other. Call someone you haven't talked to in a while, or just check up on them. Good man. call, Kev. It's a short life. We got to take care of each other, especially call. when we don't have wrestling and like live concerts to go to. So, I do miss. I miss live events. Yeah. Soon. But until then, you're stuck with us. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, thanks so much for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, we will see you again soon. And uh, our, our, I'm going to bring over our old send-off. It's our, our, a popular request from people. So later, nerds. We all know that the only way to top the perfect cup of Dunkin' Cold Brew is with velvety new sweet cold foam from Dunkin'. But how do you top that? With an exclusive offer for DD Perks members. Get a medium chocolate stout cold brew with sweet cold foam, cold brew with sweet cold foam, or cold brew for $3. It's the perfect deal to top off the perfect top to the perfect cup of Dunkin' Cold Brew. Doesn't that sound great? Not a DD Perks member? Join today via the Dunkin' app. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.